In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here today. I hope everybody is enjoying this beautiful fall day. So we have a very interesting guest today. Um, The youngest guest I've had on Paying It Forward was a mere 14 years old. But Brittany is uh, Brittany Earls, our guest today. She is not that young, but she is pretty young and pretty successful. So today is going to be an incredible show. So let's start our show off, as I usually do, with the business tip of the week. So here's my tip. Know your numbers before you commit to a deal. It's never a good idea to find out after you you solidified a deal that, oh gosh, you forgot to add a certain cost and now you're actually not making a prop. Uh, profit. So work up every scenario possible. Have your accountant, advisor, or a trusted friend go over your numbers with you. Just in case you might have forgotten something, another set of eyes is not a bad idea. This way you'll be really confident going in with your decision. And I also just wanted to mention that sometimes choosing not to go with the deal is actually the best decision of all. Because after all, we are in business to make money. So that's your business tip of the week. So here we are. Um, I'd like to give you a quick introduction for Brittany. So Brittany Earls um, actually went to George State University. She always had a mindset of being an entrepreneur, and she started a home-based business at the mere age of 20. She then um, she became a writer. She loves writing, and she'll tell us more about that. So she became a freelance writer for the More Focus Group, and later became the associate editor for Blessed Magazine by the age of 21. And at 22, she created her own magazine called Genesis Magazine LLC, which is just amazing. So Genesis is a magazine dedicated to the exposure of driven individuals who have broken barriers, eliminated obstacles, and achieved incredible career, personal, and entrepreneurial success. So I'll tell you by flipping through, when I flipped through Genesis Magazine, I can tell you one thing. This magazine is not fluff. It's real, real important stuff that um, it's inspirational. After reading the magazine, you just kind of feel like, wow, I can do that. If, if this person can do it, I can do it. And I believe that 
what is Brittany's focus to get the fire in the belly lit? So with that, I would like to welcome Brittany Earls to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, Brittany, this is so exciting. Uh, we're going to get later on in the show. We'll let our listeners know, you know, how we met, which I think is really, really quite interesting. But before we get started, I would love to ask this question, Brittany. And you're you're very young, but I know that you probably have a good answer for me anyway. I love to ask. When you were even younger, let's say before you even by the age of 10 or 12, did you ever think you were going to be an entrepreneur? No, not at all. My whole life growing up, I always thought I would be a teacher. I've always used to teach my stuffed animals. Like just, that was something that really um, interests me, and I always wanted to be um, a teacher, like an elementary school teacher. Then as I got older, I wanted to be I'm a high school English teacher, but I've always loved literature. I've always wanted something to do with the writing. But definitely the entrepreneurial side of me came more so towards my junior year of college. Okay. So what happened in your junior year of college that really made you decide that you wanted to go into business for yourself? Yeah, there were a few moments, what I call aha moments. Um, The first moment was I was taking, uh, for my sociology major, I was taking a a wealth and society class, and my professor was talking about all the ways that people have created wealth and how all these successful companies came about. And she was saying how, you know, no one in this room, in our classroom, would probably ever see that wealth or ever create such a strong company. And I really was insulted by that. And at the time, I was planning to be a teacher, and I knew I wouldn't be making a lot of money anyways, but I knew I would be happy with what I was doing, but I was insulted with the fact that she could, you know, confidently look us in our faces and say, you know, no one in here will ever see that wealth or create a company like that. So I can be kind of defiant and hard-headed. And so when she said that, I thought, no, she doesn't know me. I can definitely do whatever I put my mind to, and I can create my own company. And that was my first little moment. Um, I also got my first corporate job when I was in college at a small bank, and I got to see mm-hmm. firsthand um, the politics of the corporate world and um, just the, how you have no control of your schedule. You're told when to eat. You're told when you can go on break. You're told, you know, when you can go spend time with your family, when you can have vacation. And so that kind of annoyed me. And I would say definitely the kicker for me, was I started my own home-based business. I started selling Mary Kay, and I immediately started seeing women who controlled their own day. And every day they got to do what they wanted to do for that day, and they had their own money. No one was, you know, creating, you know, a cap of how much they could earn that year. They had, they were totally financially independent. So seeing women that were independent and could retire their parents and just had endless, you know, opportunities available for them made me think that's what I want to do. I want to spend every day doing what I, what I want to do and not what someone else tells me to do and being able to make sure I control my own flow of income. Yeah, well, that is an inspirational message to any mom entrepreneur out there or even just some moms out there who think, gosh, is this what I really, am I able to do this? And I think you witnessed it firsthand, and I think um, I think that's great. And I love the fact that not only did you have the idea, not only did you witness other people doing it, but they always say, 
the difference between an entrepreneur and just somebody that says something is, or somebody that just dreams it and doesn't act on it is you were actually a doer and you went into action and you did it. And that to me, I think is truly impressive because at such a young age, you know what? Working at that bank, Brittany, you probably thought, oh, I'm wasting my time. What am I doing here? But that was probably one of the best lessons you've ever learned because you knew that wasn't what you wanted to do for the rest of your life. So that kind of probably put you in the motion to decide, wow, you know, I really do think I want to become an entrepreneur. Exactly. Okay. So with that... um, Let's talk about um, what you did. Well, we talked about what you did before Genesis Magazine. Let's get right into Genesis Magazine. Tell us a little more about it, Brittany, and where you are today with it. Sure. Um, at the time when I was a freelance writer after um, college, and I also was a server and you know all that good stuff, but um, I was writing for a magazine that was pretty positive. It was on a smaller scale. Um, I was trying to write for bigger magazines in New York. I was applying to Cosmo and Seventeen and Vogue, and all these magazines were primarily my focus would be fashion or, you know, writing celebrities. And then, you know, one day as I'm you know, perfecting my portfolio and I'm looking at the stuff I'm writing about and I'm just thinking, you know, here I am trying to build a life where I'm chasing celebrities or I'm talking about $5,000 shoes or $10,000 shirts. And while that's very glamorous, um, I wanted more. I wanted something with more substance. Um, so that's where the idea of Genesis first came about is I wanted a magazine that talked about people that were up and coming where, you know, you can have a magazine like Entrepreneur Magazine or Inc. Magazine that focuses on entrepreneurs or, you know, people who thrive. But usually when you're featured in a mag- magazine, you have to have already made, you know, $300,000, a million dollars. Like it can be pretty ridiculous. I wanted to focus on the person who was still, you know, waiting tables during the day or still student at day, um, you know, full-time stay-at-home mom during the day and then working on their business, you know, at night or whenever they could or the person who wrote their own book and they're self-published or the person who, you know, just came out with their own album, the person who survived cancer, the person who survived an abusive relationship. I wanted those type of inspirational, empowering stories, so I decided to be a pioneer in creating what I call the reality magazine. You know, we have reality TV that doesn't focus on celebrities, so why can't we have that in print media? So that's pretty much where the idea came about. Um, So I just started interviewing people. I started blogs. I started Facebook was really instrumental to me. I'm just finding people who had a story to tell, and there was nowhere for them to tell their story. And I started recording those conversations, and that's pretty much where the first issue came around um, back in 2009. And since then, um, we started very small in Atlanta. We've now launched in New York. We have subscribers in over 20 states and three countries. And every day, I mean, the emails just pour in. And I can't tell you how many emails we get of people who also want to share their story and talk about their talent. And cause this is a tangible media. It's a media that you can be a part of no matter where you're at in your career, whether you just started 
or you mm-hmm. have made that million dollars. It doesn't matter. We pretty much allow all people to share their experiences. Well, what I love about Genesis Magazine, Brittany, is like you said, you focus on the real people out there. It's just the average person who decides, wow, maybe I'll give this a shot. And you know what? Sometimes it is so, so difficult to get your business started. And it's nice that there's actually a place to go. It's like you have comfort food and then you have Genesis Magazine from a business perspective where you can actually curl up with this magazine and read these inspirational articles that actually trigger ideas in your own mind that help make your business a better, more successful business, even if it's just, you know, simple business tips or how to manage, you know, the life, you know, your home life and your business life. Does it make more sense to take your business outside of the home so you're not distracted and you can work you know, more diligently. But we're just coming up to a break now, and we'll hear more from Brittany Earls of Genesis Magazine when we come right back. Thanks so much, everyone. right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. everybody, this is Pete Dix of Beatles and Beyond. You're listening to George Harrison jamming in the background here as I'm preparing the next show for you. So why don't you listen to Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix on this radio station. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and I have Brittany Earls, who is the founder of Genesis Magazine. So, Brittany, tell us a little more about when you had gotten started. When you came up with the idea, did you did you have a support system around you, or was everybody saying, "Gosh, Brittany, do you really think you can do this? You're so young. Maybe you don't have a lot of experience. 
Are you really, really sure this is what you want to do? Um, I had a mixture of both. I would say my friends and my family were definitely supportive of pretty much anything I put my mind to. They're, they're there. I would say outsiders when I was first trying to get investors and trying to get you know a PR team, someone to represent me, I was told over and over that magazines like this don't sell, that if I'm not talking about sex, if I'm not talking about scandals, celebrity gossip, um, you know, the economy and how horrible it is, if these are things that I'm not covering, that they didn't feel comfortable taking on that case or, you know, supporting it or investing in it because it just simply wouldn't sell. So that's something that I was always told that I was able to fight through. Um, but definitely the people around me were the, the first people to subscribe. They were the first people to pass out flyers to tell their friends. So I did have my own personal um, family support system. And as far as other business owners, I think I've met the most of them in New York. I feel like my strongest support system on a personal level is in Georgia, and my strongest business support system is in New York, and I'm definitely grateful for it. Oh, that's great. So that's that sounds really good. And it's important. I'm sure you go back to Georgia a lot to get, you know, your dose of comfort and then come back. So, Brittany, tell us a little bit more about the investors. How did you go about getting investors? Um, I actually use advertisers versus investors. So they actually do get, you know, they're buying a product. But I think what I always sell my magazine on is that we're tangible media and that we're timeless media. So where most magazines do cover celebrities and that type of thing, um, you know, it changes within a week. There's something new to talk about, and magazines that cover those type of topics are easily thrown away versus the Genesis magazine. Um, people keep it on their shelves for, for months at a time because they're inspirational stories. They're stories that you don't get tired of reading. So with the first issue, I really pushed that timeless media effect. I pushed the fact that it was positive media and also that we have reasonable rates. I feel like as business owners, whether you're a small business or a corporate business, with this economy, you really have to be careful how you spend your money. And sometimes paying $15,000 for an advertisement is not the best you know, solution, even if that magazine provides a million viewers. Um, so our ads were always relatively inexpensive, and I feel like it was able to meet the budget of most business owners. So that's how I got my first round of advertisers. The first issue, I had about 30 advertisers and, you know, kept them at that low price, something that was really comfortable for them. And today, we've booked over 95 advertisers still with that same goal and that same mindset of not overcharging and to give high quality, but not, you know, making them pay the top dollar for it. Oh, I, I love that. That's a great idea. And that's a perfect example, Brittany, which is why when I was trying to, you know, when I was reading your bio and everything, I knew that this is exactly what you did. And this is a perfect example of how you pay it forward to business owners out there. And um, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to advertise in Genesis magazine. So, okay, with that, um, I kind of look at Genesis Magazine um, in a way that I look at my Glovies product. My Glovies product, it, I think one of the hardest things, Brittany, when you come up with a new concept or a new product, is getting the word out to the public that you exist. It's not like you can run up to the top of a mountain and scream as loud as you can and say, Genesis Magazine has been born. Everybody run and go purchase your Genesis Magazine. How do you go out and get the word out that you exist? That is really hard. That's something that 
we're still learning to do. I feel like we're America's best kept secret. Um, <laughs> we do a lot of, um, of email marketing. We do a lot. I do definitely do a lot of social media as well. It, it, it has helped. I would say I've met tons of subscribers and advertisers from Facebook, from Twitter. Um, but definitely, I think the important thing that we can't forget as business owners is that face-to-face personal connection. Um, as soon as I got to New York, I set a goal for myself to go to three networking events a week, if not more. And my goal was always to meet anywhere from 150 to 200 people every week. And I've been doing that since my first week here, which was January 1st of this year, and um, that helps a lot, word of mouth, um, meeting people, being friendly, being personal, not scared to talk to people about your product. Um, Also, the Internet is a a great tool. Um, I will um, go online and kind of have the idea of, you know, today I'm going to introduce myself to, you know, 100 business owners. So not just spam, but just finding people online and saying, you know, hi, my name is Brittany, this is my product, can you tell me about your product, is there any way that our businesses can collaborate, um, so that's something that I always did, and then I also do have an email list, and I also um, have, there's several companies, I don't know if the people are very aware of them, but there's companies on the East Coast and the um, West Coast and in the South where you can basically pay for email service, and they will send your, your email ad campaign to, to their following, such as Dun & Bradstreet, which is a huge one. And so we do use those tools as well so that we can have our own advertising at an affordable rate. Um, but definitely the highest return and the, I feel like the best word out that we get is our satisfied customers when an advertiser sees that they have a, a high-quality ad and the customer service was great and that they didn't pay, you know, an arm and a leg to advertise in our magazine. They go tell their friends, and their friends call me, or when someone subscribes and we do an article on them and they're an up-and-coming person, um, they go tell their family and friends, and they go tell their Twitter and their Facebook. The word of mouth from happy, um, satisfied customers has definitely been one of the biggest benefits for our company. Okay, so that sounds... That sounds like a plan. It sounds like you have a whole entire system on how you're trying to get the word out. And it takes a little bit of time, but I'm sure it's going to pick up pretty quickly for you. So, all right. So that sounds, it sounds like um, we have that taken care of. So tell us a little bit more about your team. What kind of team do you have working behind you to help get your magazine out there? Um, I'm very appreciative of my team. I do feel like um, right now most of my team are freelancers. I'm the only full-time person who lives and breathes Genesis Magazine. I think I put in maybe 12 hours a day. But I have an amazing graphic designer who definitely puts in lots of hours for the magazine. Her name's Fran Sherman, and she designs our magazine to where even though we were a new magazine and we just got started, Ever since the very first issue, I felt confident in the product and the feel and the quality of our magazine. I felt like I could put it right next to People Magazine, right next to Cosmo Magazine, because it looks so beautiful. Um, She uses vibrant colors. She makes everything pop out. So when I submit the magazine in a boring, ugly Microsoft Word document, she's able to take my ideas and make it look amazing. Um, I also have a great ad creator, for, which is also great for businesses who don't already have an ad design for them. I have a designer, um, William Lee, who will go and design an ad for them at also a very inexpensive price. Um, I also have great writers. I love my writers. They're, they're, they're very creative. They work at their own pace, um, and they're on time, which, of course, is very important in 
the publishing field, and I have great personal assistants. I have Jackie Majeka and Jenna Williams, both now in New York, that are kind of my extra arms and my legs. So when my plate does get too full and I am overwhelmed, they're able to step up to the plate and um, do whatever I need to do. What I need them to do, no questions asked. Um, okay, I also have great photographers you know as well. Brittany, I have a question for you. Um, So when you hire these people, like you went out and you hired William Lee, who creates ads for, I guess, any advertiser that wants to come and place an ad into your magazine. So you refer them to William Lee. Is that how it works? Um, I actually take care of everything. I don't like using a a middle person, so I basically... I would have them design, um, give them a form. They would tell me how they envision their ads, what, what colors, what wording, uh, what pictures they would like to use, and then I communicate that with William um, so that okay. he can do it. That way they're not having to, like, track him down or, you know, talk to his assistant or anything like that. I could just directly get what they need to him. Okay, so that sounds interesting. But now how did you find William? Like, I'm just trying to help my listeners out yeah. there. <laughs> I guess, yeah, actually, if- you would be surprised um, – especially with this recession and this economy, there's so many sources online of people who want to work. I, I think I met William actually on Facebook. He read a post that I made about Genesis Magazine and inquired about helping. Um, my graphic designer, my main one, Fran Sherman, I found from my publisher. But a lot of my writers um, and other freelance people, there are sites called like gofreelance.com. Or if you just Google anything about freelance, um, and you'll see people that post jobs and whatever you need done in your business to post what you are looking for and how much you're willing to pay, and you'll automatically start to get hits on it. So, you know, if your budget is $100 for something and that sounds ridiculous to anybody else, you post it online, and I guarantee you there's somebody who will do that for $100. I mean, it's just whatever you need. Um, you could pretty much find it online. I would, I don't have all the sites exactly, but I would definitely say Google freelance sites, and you will find people that are looking for work, people that are not just college students, which is fine too, but people that have been in business for 5, 10, 15 years and are, are now out of work and looking to do their own thing. So it's definitely yeah. out there. You just have to be resourceful. So I like that business tip. I think that's a wonderful business tip. So it's called gofreelance.com. I've never Go used that before. What was that? Yeah, gofreelance.com. And there, there's some others too. I would say just Google freelance freelance, whatever you're looking for, freelance writers, photographers, interns. Okay, so that sounds good. So we just have one minute to go before we have our break, Brittany. And um, when we come back from break, I want to talk about the networking events that you set up. It's um, That's exactly how we had met. And um, I think you're onto something with that. I think it's a wonderful idea to get like-minded business people together in one um, conference room. And, you know, it's always better, like you said, that 20 minds are better than one. Sometimes when we run our own businesses, what happens is we get so involved in the day-to-day stuff that it's just like, wow, you can't see, you can't see exactly what is um 
you can't see if there's a flaw in something that you're doing. So sometimes it's just better to go out there, be around other business people who are successful, who can turn around and say, hey, did you ever think about trying this? And I'll have to tell you, I got a lot out of that meeting. So we'll talk more about that networking uh, meeting when we come back from our quick break. Thanks, Brittany. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on Toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Levinsky. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com. People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears, just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 Central on toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleO'Dell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Everyone, it's Josephine. I have Brittany Earls, who's the editor in chief of Genesis Magazine, with us today. And Brittany, before we get started with the second half of our show, I just want to give you a quick opportunity to let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you if they'd like to perhaps place an ad in your magazine or if they want to be involved in the networking opportunities that um, we'll be discussing in just a few minutes. Sure, they can always visit us at www.mygenesismagazine.com, and also I'm open to email. I check it religiously, editor at mygenesismagazine.com. Okay, perfect. So, all right, so now, Brittany, you have your magazine that you're working really hard on, and all of a sudden, you decide to do networking meetings. How does that happen? What gave you the idea to do that? And um, when was the first one that you had, et cetera? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Okay. Um, 
originally, um, just from going to different networking events, I feel like it was always a hit or miss. I feel like about 50% of the networking events I attended, I felt like just a number. Um, I didn't feel like I met valuable connections. I just saw a whole bunch of people, and it was more of the quantity and not quality. So I originally thought of the idea of networking events because I wanted to bring the people that I wanted to meet towards me. I wanted to meet, you know, the the smaller business owners, um, other people who were equally as driven. Um, so that was kind of my first idea. But also, when I first got to New York in March, well, I got here in January, but we had a launch party in March, and people loved it. And um, people kept saying, you know, when when are you going to have another event? I would love to come back out and support and meet other people that are affiliated with their magazine. So from there, I started hosting networking event. Um, New York Life has been great. They allow us to use their um, offices as well as um, access also in New York um, allows mm-hmm. us to host events there as well. Yeah, I love the idea that there are corporations out there who are so willing to to lend out their conference rooms to you know, young entrepreneurs who are out there who just need office, you know, a conference room for a couple of hours to do a networking event. And um, I think that's great. The one I attended was um, sponsored by AXA, and I thought they did an incredible job. I thought it was really nice. Yeah, it was good. We have, we have two different events. Um, one's a, a larger crowd. Um, is hosted at New York Life offices. Um, uh-huh. It is called the New York Business Mixer, and there we usually expect anywhere from, you know, 60 up to 100 people that will come in and um, we'll have, you know, name tags on indicating every person's industry. People can mix and mingle. Sometimes, we'll, you know, we'll have a few people give their elevator pitches just so that people can get used to speaking in front of a crowd. It's, um, it's, it's a larger event, but I do feel like the type of people that are there, you still make those valuable connections. And then I would say... My favorite is Business Builders, the one that I met you at, which is hosted by Axa Offices. And it's a much smaller event, no more than 20 people. And when we sit at a conference table and everybody gets a chance to introduce themselves and to say what they're lacking in their business. And like you said, when you first start out in business, one of the first things you'll notice is that there's not a whole lot of information out there. And there's not a lot of people with signs on that say, here, come talk to me about your business and I can help you. It's just it doesn't work that way. So with business builders, you can, you know, say, you know, I need help with marketing. I don't know what I'm doing. Or I need to find a great, you know, photographer, whatever it is that you need. And then 19 people will tell you their feedback, you know, or maybe even if it's just a couple, but you'll get that feedback of what you're looking for. It's like group therapy for your business. It's great. Yeah, I I just love the idea that you're able to bounce ideas off of people who, you know, have never seen your stuff before. And in my case, specifically with my Glovey's product, you know, I've been looking at my packaging for five years. And um, I just wanted to get a fresh set of eyes to actually look at it and give me their opinion. And I have to tell you, I met the the most incredible marketing person from that from that meeting and um it was michael from ptex do you remember him Brittany? i do i do remember him and you know he's such a, a laid-back kind of guy but i'll tell you when it comes to marketing he really really knows his stuff and what i thought was so interesting was how he got involved with ptex 
and how he was saying that he was a driver and he was just so amazed at all of this incredible marketing stuff that was coming out of this office that he turned to them and he said, listen, I don't care if you don't pay me, pay me by commission. I believe in what you're doing. You know, your work is incredible and I know I could sell it. And I have to tell you, I had a meeting with them last week and they are top notch. They know what they're talking about. And they just have a different approach where they think out of the box. And sometimes it's just so refreshing. Yeah, and I would have to say everyone there, I mean, he is awesome. And I I feel like I met so many great people there. Um, I feel like everybody there kind of have like their own niche. They have something that they were very confident in and something that that they knew better than anybody else. And that was the great thing about having that intimate setting is that we were able to pretty much find out everyone's talents. And now I feel like I have a roster of, you know, 20 people that I can call on when I need something specifically. Yeah, I think it's great. And I love the fact that um, you have one individual from 20 industries. So you have people from all different types of industries. And it's just so funny that... There are things, people can be so creative, like that girl, Jennifer. Um, what was the name of her business, Brittany? Do you remember? A, a, a Place of Joy. She does organizing yeah. and life coaching. Yeah, and I just, I believe in what she does. I mean, I've talked about this on my show plenty of times, how it's so important to clear the clutter physically in your office, in your home, if you work from home, because when you clear the clutter, you clear the clutter in your mind also, and it allows you to be more creative. And that's precisely what Jennifer does. She'll actually come into your surrounding, and she'll help you sort through your stuff to decide what should stay and what should go. And she said, you know, her clients are really their businesses increase tremendously and become even more successful because of what she does. And I I really love that. All right. So, Brittany, um, so tell us, who else have you met through the networking groups? Oh, gosh. I I don't know where to start. I feel like I know great lawyers, um, business coaches. Gerald Cohen is is great. Um, I know of every health product you can think of. Janet Cook's definitely one of my favorites um, as far as healthy lifestyle living and making sure everything about your life is lining up from spirituality to what you're eating to how you work out. Um, Everybody, um, personal trainers. I just feel every every industry you can think of at this point, after eight months of networking, I feel like I'm I'm pretty covered. I feel like I know know every industry possible that I need to know, at least for right now in my life. But what's so important is that all of these things are so, so crucial to running a successful business. Like I know Janet Cook is probably going to call in in a little while. And she's all about creating a body that can be fueled and run so efficiently that that affects the bottom line of your business right off the bat. So, um She'll talk to us more about that. So that'll be interesting. So you know what I would like to do, Brittany? Let's talk about the business tips you had come up with. You know, the first one um, that you had mentioned was, number one, you said work beyond full time. So 
why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I think the biggest mistake entrepreneurs make is we try to run our businesses like a hobby, and then we get frustrated when we only make hobby money and we don't see, you know, that profit. And that's why when you have a business, it's like a newborn baby. You have to be there in the morning, at night. You have you don't. There isn't really an off switch when you first start. It's not like working for someone else where you can work really hard for eight hours and clock out and not think about it anymore for the rest of the day. At some point, we'll all be there. At some point, we'll have a full staff and we we can you know take weeks off and still make money and our businesses can still thrive. When your business just gets started, um, you have to be that full-time person, beyond full-time. So really, if you're working 30 hours a week on your business, you're, you may see some stability. If you're working 40 hours a week, you may see some profit. But if you want just that maximum exposure and that maximum experience of being a business owner and making sure everything is flowing the way it needs to flow, you're going to have to put in 50, 60 hours a week sometimes. And I know it sounds horrible, gas, you know, nobody wants to be a working robot. But the great thing about it is it's your business and you're working for yourself. And that the person that benefits the most will be you, not a CEO that you've never met, sure. that you'll never I see. Mean, um, absolutely, Brittany. And, um, you know, especially for mom entrepreneurs, it's tough out there. I can tell you I was sending an email at one thirty in the morning. If we could only figure out a way to change the clock on the email, I'd feel a little better about that, Brittany. I'm not sure I want people knowing I'm working at one thirty in the morning. But, um, yeah, it's important. You know, if you want to be a success, you got to put your time in, and you will reap the reward. So I think that's great. And, you know, your number two tip be willing to sacrifice, that kind of goes with um, number one as well. Because if you're putting your time into your business, you're sacrificing time with your family. And um, But I always tell my kids, mommy's doing this for, for you. I'm creating that college fund so you can, you know, do whatever you want when, when you're ready to go to college. So... It's funny how the kids really respect you when they realize you really are sacrificing and doing it for them. Okay, number three, be friendly. I know, Brittany, you had talked about that during the interview already, how it's so, so important to um, get personal communication back. Social media is great. Email marketing is all great, but face-to-face is so, so crucial and so important. Okay, so the network was Brittany's number four business tip, and what a great opportunity you allow so many small business owners by having your networking uh, meetings. So I think that's wonderful. And Brittany, your very last, the fifth tip here was be resourceful. Um, I know you say here that it sounds cliche, but entrepreneurs must be resourceful and research so that we are aware of the best PR opportunities, local events, current trends, etc. So those are Brittany's five business tips, which, you know, are great, and hopefully they'll help you run your business more smoothly. So here we are. We're coming up to a break, and we're ready for our, we'll be back with our last segment of Paying It Forward. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. 
Come be a part of Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio. Her goal is to inspire you to be creative every day. Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on Toginet.com. Pat lives and breathes being creative through her quilt design business, but her creativity and interests have no bounds. On her show, she'll be introducing us to guests through interviews and talks that have a creative life. We'll learn more about what goes on in the world of quilting. And since Pat, like many of us, is creative in many ways, she'll also introduce us to creative people in other crafts like knitting, crochet, paper arts, and lots more. Pat is also an author, a lecturer, designer, and cheerleader of many. She's tried her hand at making almost everything you can think of and does many crafts to keep her inspired to create. Check out her website, patsloan.com. What makes Pat most happy is to inspire others to be creative every day. So join us for Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod, Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. to paying it forward and here we are we are on our last segment and um we have Brittany earls here who's a young editor-in-chief of her own magazine called genesis magazine and um Brittany, so tell me what is the biggest um challenge that you face with your magazine um, definitely. I mean, we talked a little bit about awareness, but um, I started my business with my own personal money. I mean, I was right out of college, you know, the saying, fresh out of college and fresh into debt. So you graduate from college, and I had, you know, student loans, and I have all these responsibilities, um, and then you add a business to it. Um, so I didn't have, you know, I come from a very steady, a very great family, but I didn't have, you know, an uncle or a parent or a cousin that I could go to and say, can I have $200,000? to invest in my business. I, I didn't have an investor who said, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Here's $50,000. So those were options that I didn't have. So I would say getting started, I used my own personal finances. I literally used, like, car note money to start my website. Not that I recommend that. It's something that okay. other people should do. But do what you have to do, and I just wasn't going to take no for an answer. So I definitely made those sacrifices, and that's something that continues today. I feel like, you know, there's no personal expenses like that I really you know indulge on on myself everything goes into the business so I've skipped out on going to the salon and going you know buying nice clothes all the time and I went straight towards um investing in my business and that's hard it's hard because you want to take care of yourself I'm 24 years old I want to travel I want to do things that other people my age are doing so it's hard um, to be your biggest investor 
Absolutely. But you know what? In order to get other investors, they want to see that you as the owner are making the biggest investment and you sure are proving that. So, Brittany, I think you're doing great, really. So, um, tell us, what is your biggest accomplishment that you're most proud of? Oh, gosh, there's so much. Um, For one, I want to say just the fact that we print our magazine. Um, Mag, I don't know if you're familiar with magazine trends as of now, but so many magazines have went out the window over the last two years. Magazines that have been out for 15, 20 years have closed their doors. And it's because printing is so ridiculously expensive. Um, And even newer magazines, any magazine that has recently came out over the last few years, I would say probably 95% of them are just digital. Um, Printing is no joke. It is extremely hard. It's extremely expensive. So the fact that we're able to print every issue, um, to me, speaks volumes of, of our company and, and how serious we are about putting this product in people's hands, I would say, is one of our biggest accomplishments. Also, the way we started, um, starting with just the Atlanta market, I originally thought that maybe it would just be an Atlanta magazine, and then my first set of advertisers came from New York, and then I thought, okay, well, maybe we'll be like an Atlanta and a New York magazine, but by the second issue, we had subscribers in 18 states, and now we have subscribers in 20 states, um, so that growth of being able to say, you know, we're a national magazine and we're we're under two years old, um, and even saying we're an international magazine, we have subscribers in Greece and Australia. That that means a lot too. And also, uh, it may seem small, but the fan mail that we get, people that have been inspired by stories, people that have you know felt like they've accomplished something every since they've published their story in our magazine, um, speaks volumes to me as well. The fact that they were able to. Um, identify themselves with the magazine and we get tons of fan mail proving that and I really just it makes yeah. my day I think that's wonderful so you know every time I think of a magazine and running a production I always think of how hectic it must be to try to meet deadlines are you guys constantly under the the gun for for the deadlines to get the magazine printed yes it is it's horrible it's something that I'm still getting these two as an editor, and we're a small staff. I mean, most magazines that have deadlines like this, they have 60, 70 people working around the clock. Um, I literally have, you know, seven, eight people that I've hired to help out. And like I said, everybody's freelance, and they pretty much work at their own pace. So it is extremely hard when I, I don't see these people every day, and I have people throughout the country in different states who are working for Genesis Magazine. It's hard to not see them every day and to make sure that they're on top of their stuff. And me, I mean, I take full responsibility for it. It's my baby. It's my creation. Um, And it is hard. It's hard because we don't have the support and numbers as far as staff that we need to have. So I do feel like, um, you know, meeting deadlines is something that is extremely hard. But so far, people are really patient. So if the issue was going to come out in May and it came out in July, I mean, as long as they get their issues that they pay for, no one's really too upset on which month it came out as long as they get it. Oh, sure. Okay, so that sounds good. But I have good news, Brittany. We have Janet Cook on the line. And Janet, yeah, let's welcome Janet to Paying It Forward. Janet, are you there? I am. I am. Good morning, ladies. (laughs) Well, good morning. morning. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward today, Janet. We, um, I'm here with Brittany Earls, as you know, from Genesis Magazine, and I thought it would be a perfect opportunity 
for you to come on board and tell us a little bit about your 100-day challenge, being that we all met at Brittany's wonderful networking meeting a couple of months ago. So welcome, Janet, and tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how you got started with your business. Well, uh, like Brittany, I have always loved being an entrepreneur. <laughs> uh, I never really did well in, uh, in a corporate setting or working for someone else. So I'm originally from Illinois, a small town called Clinton, where everybody went to work, including my parents. And so, uh, I don't know, it just never really appealed to me. Uh, I've been on the East Coast now for 17 years, and prior to being um, becoming a certified holistic health counselor through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, I owned a nanny babysitting service where I found uh, nannies and babysitters families here in the New York area. Really, really, really loved my job, and unfortunately, about six years ago, I had a major health crisis where they had found a congenital non-cancerous tumor on my liver, which almost, oh, wow. caused, yeah, almost caused me to die. So that was a huge wake-up call of how important my health was and how important having good health was in achieving my dreams, my goals, and living a really healthy, balanced life. And so for many years, I struggled, and three years ago, I got on my path. I should say I've always had an interest in health and wellness and, and seeing the connection that that has with living a juicy life. So uh, three years ago, started going back to school. I'm also a certified personal trainer, although um, I'm not practicing today. But I decided that I was going to start showing people how to live a healthier life. And everyone always gives all the reasons why they can't. So I developed a challenge called the 100 Lives Changed 100 Days. And we kicked that off this fall. Now, it's not a set 100 days. It's whenever you decide that you want to start the challenge. So uh, I have a lot of people going on a nutritional rebalancing program. So we're getting them their brain chemistry back into balance to get rid of unhealthy cravings. We're getting their body chemistry back into balance because we want your body in an alkaline state versus an acid state to help fight off infection and disease. So and I'm teaching people about eating nutritionally dense foods that um, give their body and meet the demands of their stressful lives and really, really empowering people with information on how to create the lives of their dreams, starting with their nutrition and their physical well-being. And, yeah, uh, you know it, what, mm-hmm. Janet, I just want to add something so important there because... I had mentioned it earlier on the show. I love what you're doing because the whole concept of creating a truly healthy lifestyle actually helps you run your business more um, effectively. Oh, and absolutely. I think, I think it's so, so important. And I think I feel that you pay it forward by sharing your experiences and your knowledge and your genuine concern for other people living healthy lives. Right. I mean, some of the things that I see 
people who are working really hard is that they're not taking care of themselves. And it, it really comes back to that. Um, I don't know. I'm sure everybody still travels, but the thing that they say when you're traveling with small children, you have to put the, air, the, the mask on you first and then attend to everybody else. And I know from my own personal experience of having my own business that when I take care of me and focus on my health first, there is so much more energy and productivity and so much more of me to be able to help others with. So yeah. I, 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 I so feel- agree with you there, Janet, yeah. because I'll <laughs> tell you, um, I I was fortunate enough to have a personal trainer, and what I did was I actually shared that trainer with, with a girlfriend of mine, so it cost us half of what it normally would cost, and we worked out together, and we motivated each other, but push comes to shove, she got busy with her business, I got busy with my business, and the trainer went to the side, and I have to tell you, I look at my day now, and I'm I feel productive, but it's funny. When I was working out, I felt that much more energetic and even more productive, even though you would think, gosh, working out an hour, you're probably exhausted. But the opposite is true. You actually gain more energy, which I think is amazing. Right. Right. Well, I, I, I'm, I teach a lot of my clients that just even doing 10 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes of some type of activity, and it doesn't have to be out of gym, and it doesn't have to be with a trainer, just getting moving is part of the equation. You know, the other thing is a lot of people don't realize that the food and beverages that they're drinking throughout the day is really also contributing to their health. So um, I work on getting people off of coffee, Red Bull, Mountain Dew, the things that bring them up. Right, right. And a lot of people don't realize those things are really zapping their energy and causing great health problems. Wow. Well, you've been full of great, great business tips and advice, Janet, and I so appreciate that. And Brittany, you have been a pleasure to have on Paying It Forward today, but I want to give you guys a quick opportunity. So, um, Brittany, um, once again, if anybody wants to get to Brittany's website, her website is www.mygenesismagazine.com. And I want to thank you again, Brittany, for being my guest on Paying It Forward today. And Janet Cook, can you do us a favor? Just give me your website real quick. So if anybody wants information about your 100-day challenge, they can go to your website for more information. Well, I have. I just uh, relaunched one, and it's called nutritionalrebalancing.com. Okay, and, that's perfect. That's perfect. Right. So if anybody wants to get Janet Cook they can go to that website. But um, thank you so much to both of my guests today for paying it forward. And to all my listeners, have a wonderful week. And I'll see you again next week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday morning. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,